Rabosai, so we left off yesterday with Kashali. Yes, we're recording. We're on. We're in the Beis Yosef Zion Yud. Okay, in in the in the Simon Mem Zion. And left uh, yesterday, we left over the question. You're going to see that it's almost answered by itself, and it's not simple. But we'll present. I'll try to present a theory, and I'm really open to many theories. Yesterday, if you remember, when we were learning the Tosfos. So I vacillated and told you that the Tosa itself is a little hard to understand as the Tosas, when the Tosas is mechalik between uh, the Yushalmi speaking about being Yotze Birkasatora with Avaraba or being Yotze Birkasatora with Birkasatora. What was the chiluk? It simply was talking about whether, and it did look simply whether you have to learn on the spot or not. But if you remember, the question was how come we don't have to make Birkasatora when we come back later? Okay, so it's a question of, well, what was, the, what was really being said? Was it being said that there's a difference that Birkasat Torah, that, that, so we said, is it Dafka, Dafka Avaraba that you have to learn immediately, but Birkasat Torah you don't have to learn immediately? In other words, you could say Birkasat Torah in the morning and, and you don't get to learn until five hours, six hours later. It makes no difference, even though our minag is to say words of learning immediately after Birkasat Torah. Or, or was he saying no? The only there, that there somehow is a difference between uh, between if I said if I if I learn if I said Torah and I make a break or not? That was the question. And we said the simple way. Finally, we we learned it. And certainly the way the base, certainly the way the base Yosef learned it. But you'll see that the Bach disagrees with him. But certainly the base Yosef learned it. That when it comes to Avaraba, for if you hold the Rishalma, you have to learn right away after saying Avaraba because because Avaraba is a workaround. It's not really a Birkasatora. It's a second. It's a, it's an after the fact Birkasatora. It can be recruited to Birkasatora, but it needs the identity of learning immediately in order to fulfill its function. Otherwise, it's just a bracha on Shema. Well, as opposed to Birkas HaTorah, which is, by definition, it's Birkas HaTorah. And therefore, whether you learn immediately or not, it makes a difference. You have to learn every second, and, and the bracha is going to chal. Okay? And he, he said, as opposed to other cases where if you don't say the bracha right away, there's going to be a problem. Good? But that was good when he compared it to sukkah, etc. Now, let's read again this paragraph, okay? Koshali, uh, wherever you are, wherever number you are. And I said to you yesterday that I, it's surprising, but you'll see that really, basically, brings two answers. One is what I would have expected, but the first one wasn't what I expected, and let's try and explain it. The Koshali, this is where we left off yesterday. The my Shonami Birkas Hamotzi. Why should Birkas Torah be different than Birkas Hamotzi? How can I make Birkas Torah at 6 a.m. and then learn, and then learn at 10 a.m. or learn at 2 p.m. or 5 p.m.? What's going on? If you have an interruption between the bracha of Hamotzi and eating the bread, you have to go back and make a boo bracha Hamotzi. And it's mashma, he doesn't say where or how or why, but it's mashma that the same rule applies not only what by bracha on food, but also by the brachas of the mitzvah. If you'll make a break between the blessing and the doing, to go back. So now, how can it be? How can we make brachas early in the morning, the way he's learned now, and he's understood the re, that I can make the bracha in the morning and then learn hours later for the first time? Now, he says, and I'm, now I'm going to read the whole thing together. I'm going to read both answers together, and you're going to see, and I'll explain my diff- the difficulty, and let's get a theory. Benirali. So the Bezirs have to explain it, because that's, that's how I understood that you can make Birkasatora in the morning and first learn way later. And, it's, and when do you have to learn immediately? Only, only when you're recruiting Avaraba to be a stand-in Birkasatora. But true Birkasatora doesn't need any adjacency between the bracha and the learning.
But nearly the shani birkas hamitz hamotzi birkas hamotzi is different. Shein abracha ba el hanasa chila. That there, the bracha is coming because I'm getting pleasure from the from the eating. Vechein birchas hamitzvahs and other birchas hamitzvahs, the same thing. And on bo'os el asiyas hamitzvah, I make the bracha because I'm doing the mitzvah. Okay, so therefore I shouldn't talk between making the bracha. Or I'm going to I'm going to check the chabetz and, and starting to check. Okay, they, they, they're only coming asiyas. Pardon me, asiyas hamitzvah. Okay, okay, okay. And the eating and the mitzvahs, they are by definition things that I don't have to do all the time. I might do them at any time of the day. There's no, there's no, I'm not obligated every moment. When I actually do it is when I do it. And therefore, when I do it is, is the time when I have to see the bracha going upon it. Those things, the bracha goes on eating. The bracha goes on doing the mitzvah. And I don't have to eat every second. I don't have to do the mitzvah every second. Therefore, when I do them, you notice here, and the emphasis is on the doing, I shouldn't be, okay, there shouldn't be a break between them and the bracha. To demonstrate, that the bracha is returning, is referring to, the eating, or the doing the mitzvah. But when it comes to Talmud Torah, since the person is obligated to never stop learning, we only stop because we have to, but you never, you're never supposed to stop. When he now comes to learn several hours after he made the bracha, look at these words. There's no direct demonstration. There's no proof, so to speak. There's no, there's no explicit demonstration that the person is what? Uh, that the person is um, uh, what's the word curry here, by the way? What's, what's, what's the curry? What is the curry? Oh, pardon me, the Torah, I'm sorry. The, the, yeah. There's no reason to say that he's now reading the Torah without a bracha. Why? Because I could say, because it's quite possible that when he got up, he made the bracha and he learned immediately. Now, whoa. Is let, let's say, let, he's comparing this to the bracha of the food. He says, therefore, it's not, you cannot tell, since the mitzvah is all day, you cannot tell when the bracha goes on the mitzvah. On the food, it goes immediately after. And the bracha of the Torah, you cannot tell when it's going because it's going on all day. That's the, not, the, not, I would say a little different, slightly, but a little differently. I can't tell that it's not connected to the, that there was no bracha. He says, by other things, if the bracha is not adjacent, what do I see? It's quite, I see that he's, that he's made, doing an action of mitzvah without a bracha. That's what I see. The bracha is not there. I see him doing an action. I see him doing a mitzvah or an eating without a bracha. That's what I see. By Talmud Torah, even though the bracha is not adjacent, I don't necessarily see a learning of Torah without a bracha. Because since the person was mechud for learning every second, any person seeing it would say, oh, he must have made a bracha before. You have to learn, you have to learn every single second. You have to learn every single second. This person had to learn every single second of the day up until now. If he, may, if he started to learn at 4 p.m., he was mechuyiv to learn every single second from 6 in the morning when he made the Birkas of Torah. 
So I have no reason seeing him learning now at four. I don't say, oh, there was no bracha. There must have been, he, he had 50 billion times he was supposed to learn before this. He must have made a bracha. Except he didn't. Once, yeah, no, he did. He no, he did. He did. No, he did make a bracha. Remember, we didn't learn But he did make a bracha. I'm gonna and I'm gonna explain. Yes, give me one second. I'm gonna explain. He did make a bracha. The facts are that he did. What's the problem? And what's the problem? Even I'm giving away my cats without a bag here. One second. Let's read the next part. And I'm gonna come back. Okay, give me one second. I'm gonna come back. Let's read the second part. Can I just ask? Yes. Yes. Sounds like for the last few words, the base Yosef wants him to have learned right after, or that it's somehow preferable that he learned right after. After, in other words, it's Mucha Milsa that he. It's not Mucha Milsa that didn't learn right after, as if the. You're on the money. I'm going to explain it a little, like you're saying. But give me, give me one minute, okay? You're 100 percent on the money, as far as I'm concerned. I agree with you, but give me a minute to explain it. I just, I just tried to, 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 to intimate something. What was the problem in the first answer of the Beis Yosef? What do I see? What does the action look like? Does the action look like it's without a bracha? Or doesn't it look like it's without a bracha? Certainly the guy made a bracha. You can't have a bracha with no bracha. The problem is he made the bracha in the morning. He's doing the action in the afternoon. What's the problem? The problem is why is it... I'm already giving him my cats. Let me, let, me, let me read the second part. The emphasis here is what does it look like when I do the action? That's all I want to say for the moment, Okay. Let's keep the cats in the bags. Why do people put cats in bags to start with? Okay. That's for another year. Okay. Vaud. Vaud. Furthermore. Yesh Lomar. Here's the second answer to the question. Or furthermore. The achilu of asiyas mitzvahs that eating and doing mitzvahs like birkas ananin or birkas mitzvahs came and shim rotsa shalol asosam if he wanted not to do them, if I want to do them an hour later, I want to do them 10 hours later, you can. Since I could do them whenever I want, when I make a hefseg between the bracha and the eating, or to the doing the mitzvah, it looks like the bracha is not referring to that eating. Okay, or to that doing. When it comes to learning, when I'm chayav all the time, when he makes a break between the learning and the, between the bracha and the learning, it's not a hefsek. It's not a hefsek. Why? Since in the time when he broke, he had to learn. When is a hefsek a hefsek? When I could do what I'm doing whenever I want to do it. But since I'm obligated by, by, Talmud, by Talmud Torah, since I, by Talmud Torah, since I have to learn every second, okay, even though there is a break between the, the bracha and the learning, it's not a break. When is a, by, by a siyasah mitzvah, since I don't have to do the mitzvah, if I don't make the bracha next to the mitzvah, then really the bracha is disconnected from the mitzvah because I don't have to do the mitzvah every second. Now, here's what I want to suggest to you, and let's see, we'll go back and read it. Okay, and the, yeah, and I'm certainly open to other possibilities. Okay, I wasn't explaining. I was asking. Time okay, good. So now, I thought the should have said this terrace right, right here and not the first terrace. That's what I said yesterday, by the way, and I agree with you. So, so thank you very much. And I really, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. That's what I said yesterday. I expected the second terrace to be the first terrace. That's what I said. To you. I expected that to be the answer. The only terrace. Or the only. That's what I said. Really? Okay. You owe me a beer. 
Where I, where, where I grew up, if two people said the same thing at the same time, whoever said, yo, me a beer first gets a beer, or if somebody stepped on the back of your shoe, you know, pulled the back up, which we call the winky dink, if you said, yo, me a beer, you get a beer. Okay, whoever, okay, now. So, now, but, uh, but a good beer. Corona. No. <laughs> no, a good beer is like a, a Guinness. Heineken. Heineken. A bit of Guinness. Or, uh, you know, something, uh, something English or Irish. Huh? The Europeans consider American beer to be soap suds, mamish. They, they laugh at American beers. They think it's just soap water. They don't take American beer seriously. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. What have they done correctly? <laughs> you're, you're right. I, Touche, I have to admit that. I was just pointing it out, but you're right. Okay, you're right. So now, it, it seems to me the following, and I, this has ramifications all over the place. I'm just going to throw it out, and you'll yell at me after, because there's a million places you can argue. In this problem of the hefsake, and it's going to sound, it's, it's going to sound academic, but the point is like this. What, here, who said I can't mop sick? What do I want for my life? You know, we're so we're so we're already so we've grown up with such a, a paranoia of, of, of making a break, we, we're all flipped out. What's the problem? What, what, what's wrong with it? Why can't I make a half snake? I said a bracha, what do you want with my life? I said a bracha, I'll do the action at 10 o'clock. I'll do it next year, I'll do it next week. I'm saying a bracha now, so I shouldn't forget 10 years from now. What do you want with my life? What's the problem? Why did the rabbis make an issue, Bechal? You told me say a bracha. I said a bracha when I was five. I knew I said a bracha when I was 20. Now, now, I, now, now I did the action. What do you care? We, 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 we become so paranoid, you say, so what's the problem? So now, we have two, let's take two possibilities. One possibility is like this. What's the problem with the sake? Because here, the rabbis want me to bless the action that I'm doing. They don't want me to do an action without giving this thanks, without recognizing the privilege of doing the mitzvah. We'll discuss what the bracha is. Here, I have to recognize that God gave me this opportunity, okay, to do this, to do this mitzvah. So we can't do the action without, without recognizing God. So the problem is the action that I do can't be disconnected from the bracha. Where's the emphasis? On the action that I'm doing. This is what it looks like to me. The action, the, the rabbi said, don't do that without recognizing God. Don't do that without praising God, without thanking God, without recognizing the opportunity that you have to do this thing. Thank you. Recognize you're getting to eat. You're thanking God you're getting to eat. You're getting the pleasure of eating. Thank God you're getting a chance to do a mitzvah. So now, where's the emphasis? When I do the action. So if when I do, when I do the action, it's what does it look like? Is this an action that, that, what is this? What is this? The action of a primitive? Of a barbarian? That has no blessing? So I say to you, when is that true? When I see an action that I wasn't to do every minute, it looks bad. Remember, we, we're talking to all that's why I said a bracha. Don't misunderstand me. We didn't say don't do an action. Nobody's going to justify doing an action without a bracha. I said a bracha. In one case, they said a bracha on eating or, or putting on tzitzis at 6 a.m. and only did it hours later. And one, I made a bracha on, on Birkas Torah at 6 and I only did it hours later. What's the problem? With, with What's the problem? We're not talking about I didn't say a bracha. I said a bracha. We said a bracha. Well, I'm not, I'm not a, a cretin. 
I said a bracha. Now what's the problem? The problem is, yeah, but, but what's seen is an act of reverence. How could you do, how could you take pleasure without it being seen with a thanks to God? How can you do a mitzvah without it being seen, without it being seen to, as connected to God, as you thanks to God for the opportunity, whatever you want to say? Thank God for making us holy. What do you want to say? So the boys like this, the only, I said a bracha. The only problem is that the action can't be seen without it. So he says, therefore, when, I, when, it's, when it's a mitzvah or eating, which I don't have to do every second, it's standing naked. I know you said a bracha, but the action is standing without it. That's no good. That, that, that can't work. If you don't make the bracha in some way adjacent, that's not what the rabbis wanted. The rabbis didn't want this action to ever be seen without a blessing. But when it comes to when it comes to Torah, okay, this is the first. When it comes to Torah, since you have to learn every single second, the viewer, so to speak, the judger, the one who's who's viewing this action, he doesn't see. Oh my goodness! He what a second? He's not thinking this disconnected. He thinks people learn every single second of their lives. Their Jewish mind is a homing pigeon coming back to Torah every single second. Like I told you, my my, my Rebbe said, my Rebbe said, who's a Ben Torah? He said, when, when, when the, every second that the person doesn't have to do something else, all of a sudden the person is standing at a bus stop and he doesn't have to pay attention to anything else, his mind returns to Torah. He said, that's a Ben Torah. A Torah person, every free, people do all kinds of things. You got to wash the dishes, you got to eat your Cheerios, you got to, Cheerios kosher? And you got to do all these things, whatever you got. They got to eat your Cheerios, you got to do these things, good. That's not the question. But every time the mind is free, it returns. It's a homing pigeon that returns to, returns to Torah. So nobody's going to look at alerting. Oh, where's the bro? What do you mean? He's been gone all day. He had 50. He already learned 50 times today already. I don't see this act as an isolated act. If I see a guy learning at four, I imagine he's learned 30 times before that today, 50 times before that today, a thousand times before that today. There's no reason in the world. He did say a bracha. He did say a bracha. And there's no reason why anybody would ever think that there was no bracha. Because he had to learn 50 billion times. So, so sure this guy learned before. Now you're right, it's still emphasis. He said that he learned before. You're right. But I, but I think the point is what? Because he's, of course this guy made a bracha. The guy, learned, the guy already learned 50 times before this. And because he learned 50 times before, he made a bracha before. That's how I understand it. Because he learned before, he made a bracha before. That's how I'm understanding it. You see, it's not the question of its need to be adjacent. That you have to learn, you have to, you have to make the bracha and learn. The point is what? Because he learned. He must have made a bracha. He's not going to learn without making a bracha. He learned 50 times already. Masha'in came when it comes to doing a mitzvah. The act of a mitzvah. Or the eating. I have to do the mitzvah 50, every second of the day. I have to take lulav once. I have to take lulav once a day. I have to put fill on the At least once a, once a day. We, we should better wear them all day long. That's not the point. One second. So now, so now, I have no reason to say that there was any history here. What I see, when I see him doing a mitzvah, it just happened. And my mind doesn't automatically say there was, there was a bracha, there was a bracha here. So, so what the rabbis didn't want, the rabbis didn't want a mitzvah to, to be done without, without a connection to God. And I want taking a pleasure to be done without a connection to God. So, so I think the first answer is that the problem with the hefsake is not that the bracha is, I know it sounds funny, it's gonna, this is going to sound like you're going to laugh at me. It's going to sound like am I sitting on the chair, is the chair, is the chair holding me up? You understand? But am I weighing down the chair, is the chair holding me up? The, but the, but, the, but the, it's like this. It's not that the bracha was separated from the, 
from the action, it's that the action separated from the bracha. But isn't, isn't the action saying the bracha? No, no, the action of the mitzvah, taking the lulav is lifted. No, the action is, is shaking the lulav. The action is taking the lulav. The action is eating the food. No, no, the bracha is not learning. The bracha is a bracha. There's the, there's a, but there's a difference between the action of learning and the action of a mitzvah and the action of eating. Why? Because the action of learning is something that, that the seer, he assumes I did it 50 times before already. There's no, there's no reason, nobody's going to look at an action of Torah as, as being without a bracha. First of all, it's not without a bracha. He made a bracha. But the, what's the problem with the half say? That, it's gonna look, that we're not going to see the bracha connected to the action. The action standing naked without a bracha. By Talmud Torah, no, nobody in the world thinks of Talmud Torah. He's, he's sure you've been learning. He thinks you've been learning 50 hours already today. He doesn't think the first minute you learn. There was a, you know, Israel has a socialized medicine. So you have kupa chulim, so that you'll have in the neighborhood, you'll have a, neighbor, a doctor who's assigned to your, to your neighborhood. So one year they get a new doctor. I come in, the guy's got a yarmulke on. What? I come in, the guy's got a yarmulke on. The guy's got a yarmulke. So I come in to see the doctor. He says, he looks at me, he gets quickly, what's the problem? The place says, okay, here, do this and that. He says, quickly, he says, tell me a word of Torah. He says, tell me some Torah. He says, quickly, he says, okay, here, take this. He says, tell me a word of Torah. He says, here, what's a, what's a, what's a, what's a, what's a, a, Jew, a religious person? Wait, so, uh, yeah. when, when the guy says, there's a Torah and doesn't learn, there's no objection to that. Right. There's no, oh my God, what is he doing? Right. He said a bracha. There's no problem. He's, he's not. A, he said a bracha. Right. In other words, the, our understanding of a hefsek is that the bracha was not something. Right. That's the second. That's the second piece. We only thought the second way that the problem is the bracha is 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 a bracha looking for looking for something to relate to. No. The problem is that the action can't. How could you do an action that's not connected to God? What are you? What are you? A primitive? So the, the answer. One second. The answer. The answer is. One second. One second the answer is that by Talmud Torah, no action of Talmud Torah will ever be seen as not connected to a bracha. Because the guys, whatever you see him learning, ten o'clock at night, three o'clock in the afternoon, ten a.m., he's learned fifty times before already. Of course, he made a bracha. No one will see what the rabbis. What's the problem of Hasei? That it shouldn't, that the action shouldn't be seen as not connected to God by a bracha. Whatever nice words we want to use. That's never going to happen by Talmud Torah. Because you have to learn every second. By other things, no. If I don't see the physical connection, I see an action not connected to God in the way that it's supposed to be. Okay, now what's the second answer? No. The second answer is that the blessing has to have, has to have a target that's, that, that has, to, has to hit the target. And when something is separated when something is separated from the bracha, the bracha never goes anywhere. The bracha is not a bracha. It doesn't work. That's our classic understanding, so to speak. And therefore, and therefore what? So he has to answer there, even though that's true, that normally when a bracha is not adjacent, it's just a bracha standing in the middle of the night. It's not a bracha. It doesn't go anyplace. It doesn't do its job. The bracha is supposed to, it's supposed to sanctify whatever you want to say, the action that we're doing, and it's not getting there. That's the problem. Now, even so, by Talmud Torah, since a person has to learn every single second, there's no, there's no break. Since there's not a second you didn't have to learn, the break is not a break. 
That's how I understand the two answers. So one is the first one, and that's his first. His first answer is that the problem with the hefsek is what? Is that the action wasn't sanctified. The action, you see the action as non-sanctified. By Talmud Torah, you never see it as non-sanctified. It's not a time or space problem. It's perceptual. Don't let me see a, don't let me see a person eating or doing a mitzvah without sanctifying. Without sanctifying with a blessing. So Talmud Torah, you, you won't see it that way. The other way is no. The other way is that you can't, that, that a blessing that's not adjacent is, is not, it, it, it's not connected to the thing it was sanctifying. It's not connected to it. The answer by Talmud Torah, it's always connected because since you're b'chutl in every second, there's no, the, the, the gap is not a gap because every single second, you were supposed to, oh, oh, it's one minute, I'll be right there. Oh, one minute, I'll be, any, I'll be, one minute, I'll be right there. One minute, I'll be right there. So all through the day, if the guy didn't learn until four in the afternoon, every single second, one minute, I'll, I'll, hello, don't go away, I'll come right there. The guy's calling his chavrusa. His chavrusa's sitting there since six in the morning. All the guys, the guy goes to work. He goes, he's, he's seeing his clients. He's thinking, such a, oh, hey, don't go away, I'll be 30 seconds. Hang on, I'm coming. He never stopped. So there, the gap with this. The second answer is that the gap is no gap, and the first answer is the first answer is that gaps are only a problem because of what because of, because of, because of the mitzvah or the action looks like it's unsanctified. But when it doesn't look that way, the gap is not a problem. The second answer is the gap is not a gap. The first answer is the first answer is that there's no there's no problem with the gap. Did the rabbi answer Rabbi Jason's question? I think I did. Yes, I think because I, the way I understood it was not that because it, because look it's paradoxical. Think about it for a second. We'll go back and read the words again. Here's let me let me state Rabbi Jason's problem if I understand it correctly, and let's see if we still agree. The problem. What's the problem? He said, not the big problem that that should have been the only answer. I doubt it. We answered. But I say, but the, but the problem is that it sounds like he's saying, but you do have to learn immediately. That can't be. But take a look. By definition, he's coming to explain the position that you don't have to learn immediately. The only thing, what he, so what he's saying that he could have did it and learned, he just, I, all, I think all he means to say is like this, that perceptually, whenever I see him learn, I assume he learned before and already said a bracha. That's the point. It's not that you have to learn when you say the bracha. I just think, of course, he learned, he, he was always, he learned, two, he learned 50 times today and said, he said a bracha sometime. Yeah, but he said the word altar. Uh, huh? He said the word altar. Yes, it's true. Okay, I just want to think about it for one second. Because that's the norm. Because that's the norm. He's trying to explain why it doesn't have to be an altar, but the norm is here. If I'm about to admit, I make a bracha and I do the mitzvah. It's a problem when, right. when, you, when, you, right. when the action is not associated with this, the sanctity. It's a problem for right. bracha and an apple. Beautiful. A, yeah, that's even better when I said whatever Jason said is better. He said, in other words, in my mind, I'll assume that he learned the altar. That's right. I think that's, even, that's better than what I said. I think that's correct. Okay, now this is a this whole piece is somewhat contra. some room to argue. The Bach Bachlal doesn't agree with the basis of his reading, which is okay. But this the for sure the basis is read that way. This is what we did. Let's try it. Look around, find other alternate. I think you said correctly, Jason. It's good. And I think we have to let's look around. Let's look around. But, but I think I think pretty much that's how I see it. As this alternative is the problem that the action, and as funny as as much as that's a target for ridicule, the problem is is the action disconnected from the bracha, or is the bracha disconnected from the action? A better way to say is one: is it that is it that that the first answer I was suggesting to you is that that 
Hafsek is not always a problem. By Talmud Torah, there's no problem with Hafsek. And the second answer is that by Talmud Torah, there is no Hafsek. That's the two answers. The first answer is that, the, the first answer we said is what? Because the action is the issue. The main action is the issue. Sometimes Hafsek doesn't matter. And the second answer is that, be, that, that, that because of that, that some, sometimes a Hafsek is not a Hafsek. Okay. Let's try. Look, we'll look around. Let's see. And as we as we continue, as we continue, let's see. Let's see what let's see what took place. Shkoch Thank you very much. Shkoch goodbye. Computer land. Thank you very much. Thank you.